Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's your daily dose of Donna. (laughs) And today is Friday, April 28th. Welcome to our... Oh, what was that? It's your daily dose of... (laughs) It's me talking, so it actually is working. We know it's working. We are live. Welcome. It's your... uh, It's our first live show on YouTube. For those of you that are listening to the podcast, um, welcome. You can always go and check out my YouTube channel. It'll be linked below. If you want to see this on video, if you are here... Because this is our first time going live. By the way, when I say "our," I have a special guest, the uh, the the very famous Jeremy Renner's stand-in, Jeremy Renner's lookalike, Mr. Lance Bowling, is here on the show. Hello, Dozers. as a guest, we've got Darlene, we've got Jamila, we've got Sheila. Hey, guys. Hello. Okay, so we are going to attempt a first live stream. Together, like as if there already isn't enough like new elements, right? I'm doing a live for the first time, but now I'm adding Lance in. We're adding two mics. It's the middle of the day. Hey, everyone. So many people. Go Cubs, go. That's Dave Eikenstein. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Okay. As you guys come in here, and I know a lot of people, the way YouTube works, you watch it live, you watch it later. Welcome. Daily Dose of Donna. We are now officially wrapping up. So no editing. There's never editing we, we on Daily never, Dose of Donna. We never edit anything. We have to be very careful. I have never once edited my show. (laughs) I am the most unedited, filter-free person there is, which is why I tend to offend by mistake on every show I've done. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. Listen, all I can say is we thrive on community engagement. If you are watching this, just keep on commenting, letting people know, share it to your stories, take a screenshot, put it on your your socials, let people know about Daily Dose of Donna. We're at the end of April. This is the last show of April. Crazy. And we're going into May. It's insane how fast it's happening. It's going to be Cinco de Mayo. Then it's going to be my birthday. And then we're going to be in Israel and Greece. That's exciting. It's a, It's super exciting. I mean, I'm a little nervous. What am I going to do about my dosers for two, three weeks? Ooh, that's a I good think, question. So what, what, what I'm thinking Live I want to do. Israel? Yeah. Like, I want to bring you guys to Jerusalem, right? Um, I want What I want to do, no drinks today, Darlene says. Well, okay, let me explain. So I will, uh, I was going to do a happy hour episode with Lance. We were going to do it at 4 or 5 p.m. And then we had a couple of different things in the plans. And we're going to a friend's house for a fun Shabbat dinner tonight. And there's always a lot of beverages there. If you want to follow along on Instagram, I'll bring you along there. But there's always a lot of beverages. We'll have a lot of fun. So uh, so I can't. I couldn't start too early. It seemed early. It's wait. We still have to pick up our kids from school. Yeah. It's a little too much. Um, Okay, just got here. So my birthday is June 11th. Everyone put it in your calendar. Put it in your calendar. I really love it. So of course, the question is, when are we going on our trip? And is it after the VPR reunion? It's your birthday. Well, we leave on June 10th. On your birthday. June 10th, we're in the air on your On my birthday. My entire birthday will be on a plane because when you fly to Israel, so we're going at night. We're going like late at night. I think it's like 9, 10 p.m., whatever, of the 10th. 
Then we're going to get on the plane. We're going to fall asleep. Yes, I'm definitely a Gemini. We're going to fall asleep. And then we are going to, wait, you know what's like, what I can do? You guys, I'm going to try this. Okay, hold on. Put user in timeout. You out. can put user in timeout. It says, from Chris Courtney, when do you go? Hope it's, this is how I'm going to answer some questions. I'm going to, I'm really messing around and having fun here. So what's so fun is. Um, oh, that's cool. And it shows up on the live. How delayed are you? A little delayed. It's been there 30, 30 seconds. <laughs> so I'm going to be, when you wake up on the plane, it will be June 11th. But when we land in Israel, it will be already, I think, June 12th. Like I literally will spend my day, my birthday, my 42nd birthday in some sort of time warp. But all I want on that plane is just unlim- unlimited champagne, maybe to be left alone by my kids. And p- potentially, maybe they have like a masseuse on the plane. Maybe I can get a little foot massage action. And if not, maybe your husband can give you a foot massage. But let's be real. You don't like to talk on planes. Uh, yeah, that's true. You don't. You're, you're silent. He puts on his headphones. He puts his hood on. He gets in his phone. He starts playing my, some my gaming. Pillow. He does some gaming. I download a lot of movies. Movies, games, as if we don't exist. You know, I saw a TikTok the other day about these people flying to, um, I don't even know where they were. And, uh, and the mom was like, I will never go on vacation again. Cause you see the dad and he's doing that. He's got the headphones in, he's on his phone, do, 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 do. And the mom is like kids all over her snacks. She's like, this is not a vacation. So I, I empathize. My kids will not, um, be like that because they're older now. They're going to be eight and 10. The flight is about, planes are not for talking, Dave Eichenstein says. Now, I want to know from you guys, are you talkers on a plane? This is how I talk on a plane. I talk, I'd like to talk to the people that I'm with because I want distraction for the takeoff. Not a fan of a takeoff. I want to, I want to erase that from my mind. And then once we're in the air, I'm cool. But if we get a drink. This is Donna talking on a plane. Hold my hand. Hold my hand. Hold my hand. No, this is me on a plane. Tell me something. Tell me a story. Tell me something. Tell, tell me, me something. Tell me anything. Give me a story. And then he starts telling me about cameras. And I'm like, never mind. Okay, tell me something else. Like to someone else. Because I'm like, I'm not interested in focus pulling. It's a it's about it's about a um a 12 or 13 hour long flight. Okay. For those of you guys that are here, we are a pop I say we, but it's really me. I am a pop culture podcast, Daily Dose of Donna. I love to talk about reality TV, celeb gossip. All of the fun stuff. I've got a couple stories today. We don't have any reality show breakdown or recap because yesterday I had a very popular show with Kate Casey where we really recapped VPR, Vanderpump Rules. And you're not watching Vanderpump Rules, but I want to tell you something. Vanderpump Rules, and I kind of mentioned it yesterday, but I want to say it again. Um, I'm just going to like, you know, highlight some of your guys' adorable comments. Thank you, Leslie. Um, Vanderpump Rules is... Quite possibly the new Arrested Development. I said this yesterday, but I truly believe we're watching some sort of uh, scripted TV show. They're coming back. Who's tra- Jason Bateman? No, that's that's way too niche. I don't know if I'm going to be able to give you like who Job is. <laughs> Lucille Bluth, 100% though, is Ken Todd. Lisa Vanderpump is the Lucille Bluth. Do you guys know who that is? Let me know. Um, they're they're just, they're bumbling idiots. They're kind of trying to figure it all out. They're trying to kind of tell the story now. And I'm wondering, so I had a TikTok, you guys, yesterday that went viral. And all it said was basically, and what I mean by viral, I mean, it's like 100,000 views. But all I said was, 
how did Ariana not know this? Because in next week's preview of Vanderpump Rules, they all go camping. Okay. They all go camping. Raquel, Tom's, um, Sheena, Brock, Ariana, everyone's camping. And as they are there, Tom Schwartz says to Tom, to like the whole table, Hey, Tom, Brock, you guys better be careful tonight, um, around Raquel because you're her type. And they're like, what do you mean? And she, he, uh, Tom Schwartz goes, you know, she likes men that are taken, Ooh. which is okay. All of all, all it was, was about Oliver, which was Garcelle's son in the last episode. Don't worry about it. Not going there. But when I tell you Ariana, her reaction to this is <laughs> laughing away. And I thought to myself, she doesn't know. She really doesn't know. How could she not know when all these people have these suspicions? Now, the comments on my TikTok are very interesting. Most of them are saying that when you're so happy in a relationship, you like literally don't see all the signs of potential adultery, affair, all of that thing, all of those things. So what are you hiding? Nothing. You? Nothing. Okay. Should we talk about it? Let's do it. Okay, right now. Let's go. Tell me all. Tell me all your secrets. I can't get that mad at you. Uh, we're open. Yes, but I not like open marriage. No. Um, <laughs> we listen. If anything happens, like I let you know. Girls hit on me. Guys hit on you. We're we're open about those things. Guys that, like, hit on me all the time, guys. Yeah, it happens. <sighs> Girls do hit on you, um, especially in my YouTube comments. <laughs> Just kidding. Thanks, ladies. Lance has never felt hotter than he has in the last two weeks. I think he got his haircut just for this. I actually didn't. I was thinking about getting my haircut, but I didn't. Um, no, it's like, I think the beauty of YouTube is like, you know, most women would feel uncomfortable like coming up to a guy and being like, you're so handsome. You're gorgeous. You look like Jeremy Renner. You are beefy, was one of the comments. Um, yeah, yeah, that just doesn't happen. But like the beauty of being able to hide behind a screen and just type it out. It was, you know, it's so nice. I have no problem with getting flirted with in person or on a screen. Who would? There's a lot of people. There's a lot of people that really don't like they makes them uncomfortable. They are, you know, a guy will come up to them and be like, um, Hey, so are you having fun? I'm married. You know, I'm like, let's flirt. Let's have fun. I don't, I like to flirt and I'm okay with you flirting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) As we, as we unlock the skeletons in the closet. So Ariana is being basically told left and right that someone is having an, that like potentially, you know, Tom has a crush. It's like it, well, I don't know actually if anyone is telling Ariana at this point, but did you see the one, you didn't see this clip of Ken Todd. Now you guys, when I tell you I died laughing, I died laughing over this clip. I posted it in my Instagram stories today, so you can go over there and check it out. There is a clip of Ken Todd from next week's episode. It was so scripted. It was so obviously produced. Either Lisa told him, you have to say this, or the producer said, you have to say this. And he walks in the kitchen and he says, um, oh, I d- d- isn't that crazy that Tom Zendeval, he doesn't even say Sandoval, that Tom, Tom Zendeval had Raquel over in the j- 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 jacuzzi and she spent the whole night, okay, gotta go, and then leaves. It's Actually, like the first time I watched it, I was like, this is shocking. And then the more you watch it, you're like, this is the funniest thing you've ever said or ever seen. Number one, I I stand by, I don't believe he knows who Raquel is on the show. I don't believe he can tell Tom Sandoval and Schwartz apart. And I also love that he called him Zendoval. I mean, 
What are your thoughts? Any thoughts? Who's Ken Todd? That's my thought. (laughs) I forgot. I have Howie Mandel as my guest today. Yeah, hi. Howie Mandel, the the know-it-all of um, of of uh, of this show. Yes, Jamila says Ken dropped a whole teapot and rolled on out. He did. He dropped the tea. He dropped the bomb. He. he I mean, who would have known? Ken Todd. Who is? No, it's Lisa Vanderpump's husband, Lance. Don't oh. snap. Don't act stupid. Well, no, I actually didn't know that. Are you acting a little um, DNS, as James says, dumb and stupid? No, not acting. Yeah. So everyone says I could tell. Uh, I could tell that it was staged. We have Kimberly saying, "Yep, the second time I saw a clip, I could tell it was staged." Howie Mandel. Okay. So you guys, we have some random stories today. There's like nothing that was crazy that jumped out at me in the um, VPR stories that we already didn't talk about yesterday, Summer House, all of that. But I thought this would be an interesting time because this is the game that we play when we're together is that Lance has no idea anything I talk about. And then he just has to come up with something smart. Like when he, you know, um, said Tamra's judge's last name as Tamra Jordan. Mm -hmm. How embarrassing for you. Um, Yeah, I don't care. So the new Real Housewives of OC trailer came out this season. I mean, just this week. Real Housewives of OC, they were waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and delaying releasing the trailer. And so everyone was building up this like really big hit. It's going to be the best, most amazing season. And the trailer kind of bombed. Yeah, I saw you said what, uh, boar snooze? Is that what you said? Boar snore. Boar snore. Yeah, usually I try to. A bit of a boar snore. It was a little bit of a boar snore. And with the way, the reason why I feel that, um, you know, I listened to Teddy and Tamara's podcast this morning, just like a couple minutes of it. And Teddy, Tamara was saying, I was actually pretty bummed that um, the trailer wasn't as good as what we were experiencing in the show because we experienced some major drama and the trailer is just not showing it. So I wonder, is this intentional? Is is Bravo maybe like holding off on showing this kind of real deal? Mm. Um is it intentional or are they just saying it's more exciting than what you saw in the trailer so that you tune in? Maybe. I mean, supposedly so many people were turned off from OC that they're trying to like bring people in, making it more of like the fun show. What was the turn off? Just a bad cast. I didn't even watch the end of OC last season. It just wasn't interesting to me. I thought it was pretty boring. Okay. So, Real Housewives news. We're going we're gonna to move on. Um, have I heard of anything on... Do you mean Teresa? Darlene is asking, have I heard of anything on Teresa from post New Jersey Housewives? I'm imagining you mean Teresa. I have not. I've not heard anything. I just heard that the reunion was absolutely insane. It was crazy. And Andy Cohen really yelled at Teresa, but she's yellable. She's yellable at like there's certain people that just make you crazy. And I get it with her. Um, I have no idea how she is, Darlene. Maybe I should call uh, Teresa. I should call her. Mm -hmm. We're besties. Me and, me and Teresa and her daughters. Mm-hmm. I love her daughters. Okay, Real Housewives. Yeah. Do you remember on Real Houses of Miami, you never watched the show, but I made you watch this one scene. When Lisa Hochstein, who was one of the Real Housewives of Miami, gorgeous, beautiful, married to the plastic surgeon, is at her house. They're filming. The cameras move from the guys, the husband and the, and the buddy, move and go into a different room. But we still have audio on the husband and yes. his buddy. And the husband is basically saying, 
I'm cheating on Lisa. We got proof that he was cheating on his wife. The buddy was like, aren't you being mic'd? And he's like, yeah, that's why I'm whispering. Which is exactly why I had my theories about the whole Sandoval of it all. Mm -hmm. Which is like, producers hear everything. Camera hears everything. Audio hears everything. So like, you can't just like peel off and like walk into another room and nobody hears the thing. It's like, if you're peeling off and you're going to go have this private conversation... Camera will find you and will like bounce off of a mirror or something or find a crack in the door to shoot you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think in this, so basically the reason why I'm bringing this up today, obviously we've talked about the cameras and the mics and who knew what or whatever. And we've basically decided producers fully knew what was going on in Vanderpump. But on this Real Housewives story, so Lisa is married to this, this plastic surgeon, something Hochstein, Len, Len Hochstein. And he's insanely successful. I mean, their house is right on the water in Miami, like gorgeous, huge. She's all, you know, plastic surgery, all the cars, everything. So he cheats on her, falls in love with this other woman and has this horrible like end of the relationship in last season. And it was announced today or this week that Lisa Hochstein has now been awarded $8,000 a month for her two kids in child support. Yikes. Hi. That's not a lot of money. Oh my God. I got scared because when we get a divorce, I'm at least going for 12. Good luck. <laughs> Guess I'll have to pay myself. Come on, daily dose of Donna. <laughs> All right. So it sounds like then uh, some something came out about her in the... in the Oh, Lenny. Series. It's not Len. It's Lenny. Uh, yeah. Something came out about her. She also probably had some sort of infidelity going on would be my guess. If she's making that little and he's that successful, something came out that was not okay. That would be my guess. I mean, I don't even know if you can use that as a reason to not give child support because this is not about your marital support. This is child support. So it doesn't matter what the hell happened. It's the more rich, the more money-making partner in the relationship has to pay for the children. And so I don't think it matters what the what the reasoning for the divorce is? Yeah, well, she's, it's about the she, children. Yeah, but she also probably is still on the show. She has her own income that she's making. Maybe she's done some sort of brand deals, something where she's you know making her own income. Do you guys believe that Lisa is making even close to what Lenny Hoxstein, the plastic surgeon, is making? No way. No way. I mean, how much do we believe? Um, okay, Kat says California is a no-fault divorce state. The court uses a formula. So no-fault divorce state, I assume that means it doesn't matter whose fault it is. You, if you make a certain mon- amount of money, you have to pay a certain amount. I'll tell you guys this. Um, Good to know. Yeah, I'll tell you guys this. My mom and my dad had a horrendous, like really... Um, volatile divorce when I was a baby. Like they separated when I was six months old. So I don't remember any of it, thank God. Although it did go on and on and on and on until I was 18. Um, And my dad was the breadwinner big time. He was a very successful, um, you know. uh, OB. OBGYN, yes. I'm like, what is he? He was a very successful OBGYN. And he was making at the time, like hundreds of thousands of dollars. This is in the 80s, which is a lot of money to be making. And my mom was not making any money at all. 
And when he was not paying, like the amount of money that he had to pay was pretty low. I want to say it was like $3,000 or something back in the eighties, which is, it's a good amount of money, but for what he was making. And when he didn't pay it, you know, it was, it was a pretty intense situation. I just don't know. $8,000 in 2023 is such little money for raising two kids. Mm -hmm. Like that comes in so fast. Let's look at this comment. Um, no, she's not making from Jess. No, she's not making as much as him. I'm sure they had an ironclad prenup. Lenny's mom was really tough on Lisa, and I'm sure she would have pushed for a bad deal for her and the kids. Yeah, I didn't think about the prenup situation. I am sure that that had something to do with it. But is child support connected to prenups? I don't think it is. I think child support has nothing to do with a prenup. Child support is a percentage of what you're making in your in your income. Right. But maybe there's a world where it's like he is doing a lot of the childcare as well, where it's like he is putting them up in a house and he's taking the kids four days a week and she's taking them three days a week. And then the next week. So, I mean, maybe, know, maybe, maybe he's paying for the kids three days a week and I'm going to pay for all the private school. I was going to say, maybe he's paying for childcare. Maybe he's paying for private school. Maybe he's paying for all the classes and then the extracurriculars. And all she has to do is maybe cover like food. You know, and base stuff. You know, it's an interesting thing. I feel for her. I actually, you guys, you wouldn't know, but, um, you know, when you when you see someone like Elisa Hochstein, she's literally like a Barbie. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the fake boobs and the perfect, like, fake face and all of that. And so the first time I saw her, I was like, I'm not going to be a fan. But I really fell for her in this. Like, I fell, felt for her and fell for her in this last season. I don't know if you guys felt the same way. Yeah. Chris Courtney says, I'd have to work so hard to spend 8,000 a month on two kids. You would here in LA. It's not that hard. Shockingly. Well, I mean, but we're including private school and stuff like we're including school costs, bus costs. Dylan is in piano and Oliver's in baseball and they have like, um, you know, the food. If you're a mom of boys and then you have also a husband that eats at home, like, we can't keep food in this house. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. You know, I just, I have to eat like one piece of lettuce just because there's just not enough food for me. I'm really struggling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Another marriage story. This is not a real housewife story, but this I found was kind of interesting, you guys. David Arquette, famous Arquette family, scream, sure, actor, course. David Arquette was married to famous um, actress Tamara Courtney, Jordan. Courtney Cox. <laughs> Courtney Cox. Yes. Okay. Got one. Okay. So Chris Arquette, David Arquette was married to Courtney, <laughs> was married to Courtney Cox during her run on Friends. Okay. Tamara Jordan. He, Tamara Jordan. He was a very successful, you know, who's a pretty successful actor. And Courtney Cox was kind of, you know, she had like random 80s movies that I used to watch. Like, I don't know if you guys remember Summer School. Great movie. She was in random movies like that. But then she got friends. And we all know that friends made her so successful. So this is kind of like a little bit of a through line with what we were just talking about. David Arquette has now come out saying that he was incredibly threatened by Courtney Cox's fame and wealth during their marriage. And it definitely um, helped kind of push along the separation. Mm -hmm. 
So what is the deal with men and famous or successful wives? And why does this break up so many marriages? And Mm -hmm. when I, when I become so famous and successful from Mm -hmm. Daily Dose of Donna, how fast will you leave? Um, that's a great question. So, okay. Basically what happens? How many subscribers on YouTube do I need to be famous and successful for you? Um... Like five million, I think I would like start to like feel a little intimidated. So you have you have a ways to go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've never felt so deflated. But um, no, listen, I think that there's a thing that is just sort of like inherent in men that we feel this need to be the provider and the supporter and the um, breadwinner. And when that role reverses and the woman is making all the money and is, you know, in the celebrity world, you know, I would say she was A-list at the time with I would friends say, and everything else going on. Hanging out and with would, Jen Anderson and Brad Pitt. Yeah, and I would say that he was more like B-list, you know, if I'm being nice. Um, and that's that's a hard pill to swallow yeah. as a guy. Yeah. Right? It's uh it's not easy. It's a, it's an ego thing. It's a um uh, you have to you have to have some humility to be able to take that back seat as the as the guy. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting the way that this just like happens, and I wonder if we can bring it back to like a Vanderpump Rules situation just to kind of keep my audience kind of excited and interested in this conversation. Mm-hmm. Tom Sandoval really really enjoyed Ariana in the majority of their marriage because or a relationship because she kind of took a back seat to him. She always had a strong personality. I wouldn't say she was a meek, like, you know, um, you know, kind of like wallflower. But I think that what what I found was kind of interesting was, you know, Tom and the second Ariana started to, like, come up with her own line and she had a, a, a cocktail book that she wrote that he kind of pushed his way into. It wasn't supposed to be with him, and now he's on the cover of it. And then she had this sandwich shop, something about her. And in this last season that we're watching live right now, the sandwich shop is kind of coming together really fast and easily easy for her and and Katie while he's going through all this struggle with all these restaurants, like real struggle, not, you know, opening on time and, like, lots of um, issues. And he even says on the show, I'm jealous of Ariana that, you know, things are going so easily kind of for her. So do you think that part of the reason that he kind of sought out Raquel, maybe not intentionally to have an affair, but was open and wanting to have an affair was because he was feeling like his girl that was used to kind of being under his umbrella or shadow yeah. was starting to now like peek out on her own. Yeah. Well, I think uh, Jamila makes a good point, which is men feel emasculated when the woman is making cash, right? So when the woman starts taking over and is... is Having more success, it takes away from from a man's masculinity. Yeah. Not all men, right? There are some men that are just comfortable in their masculinity and they're comfortable taking that role and they want to be the stay-at-home dad and, and raise the kids and they're okay to do that. You know what I would like? I would love if you made all the cash and was the man, you were the man in the relationship, but also like did the dishes without being asked and like helped around the house. Mm. Hmm. I think it's a wrap on this uh, daily dose. I I know I got 10 more stories about marriage. (laughs)
Oh my gosh, you guys, relationships are crazy. But yes, I do agree and feel that. And I'm not saying that Tom had the affair because he was feeling like, um, you know, like Ariana was getting more and more um, successful. But I do think it does help a man you know, seeking, listen, we just talked about it in this episode, that it's nice to feel like people think you're cute or that people are giving you attention or people are flirting with you. You would be insane or like not human to not enjoy that feeling. It feels good. Hey everyone. Um, so what, what I find interesting is do you think that Tom was just not getting it enough from Ariana at home because she was more focused maybe on her own thing rather than giving it to him? And does that give a person, a man, the right to sleep with someone else? Definitely not. Uh, but I would say to the first uh, point, um, you know, after so many years of being with somebody, those things where you're giving validation and you're and you're showing affection and love and all of these things, um, these are things that you need to constantly be. It's an upkeep, right? In a relationship, you need to constantly be doing those things. And after you know, you and I have been together 15 years. Those things you sort of like forget to do those things sometimes, and it's an upkeep that you have to do to keep the relationship right. So if you're not doing those things, I don't think it gives your partner the excuse to, to go out and cheat on you. I think it's a, hey, if you can't give me these things, I'm going to have a conversation with you about that. And if I'm not getting these things, then I feel like we need to go our separate ways. And then I can go and I can try to pursue someone else. A Rachel Raquel. Yeah, I think the problem is people are like, um, they find themselves in like vulnerable situations, right? You know, if Tom was feeling like this unloved feeling, and this is, but this is not about Ariana not loving him, by the way, you guys, for whoever's listening, it's not, I'm not in any way saying it's her fault. I'm just saying if he was feeling this way and magically happened to hang out with Raquel one night, who he thought was hot and she was saying the right things to him, like, you're so talented and oh my gosh, when you sing, you know, sweet child of mine on the stage like that with your lightning bolt necklace and your mustache and you take off your shirt and you 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 have the worst voice ever it's so hot then it's it's like perfect timing when girls say that to me i have to say sorry i'm married so wait oh your husband has to lean into the microphone when he leans back it's as if he talks his voice is much softer than yours lance good to know thanks kathy lean in leaning in do you guys want to hear his voice? Is this better when I lean in, Kathy? <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, Kathy's my fan. No, I'm just joking. Um, okay, so, yes, we're getting some interesting con uh, comments. Darlene says, no, it's not 50-50. It's 100 and 100. Uh, but it's hard. It's hard. And then uh, Jamila says, communication is key in relationships. You have to be able to check in and always strive for equality in the relationship. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, it wasn't a healthy relationship. I don't think so. By the way, we haven't really like covered this because when I was talking to Kate, we kept on going like to more of a zoomed out. But at the beach episode, has Sandoval ever looked worse? And I wish, you know, I had the the picture pulled up and I could show you right here. And I would try, but I'm, I don't want to mess up with anything. But when I tell you 
Number one, you see him smoking cigarettes because we know he smokes and you can kind of tell in the background he's like smoking a cigarette. Like you can see. And he's drinking beer all day and it's sweaty and his hair is greasy and his mustache and his tank top and his, his gap in his teeth and he just looks so busted. Hmm. And I'm like, this is the guy that two women want? I mean, uh, he's a good looking guy. We can all admit that he's a good looking guy and... We all have. Let me know in the comments right now if you think Tom Sandoval is a good looking. Well, right now, True. today, your thoughts on Tom Sandoval. Okay, I, well, everybody's upset at him because he cheated. Okay, so prior to Sandoval. On his wife, right? Wife or girlfriend? Long term girlfriend. Long term girlfriend. Okay, everybody's upset. Yes, he cheated. He's still a good looking guy. I would Am like I to know. I would like to know. Oh, we got a comment from Rondi. So busted. Okay. Showing his age. He looks like. <laughs> I'm not going to say it out loud, but he he doesn't look like a very safe to have around your kids type of guy. Interesting. He used it's to the be. Mustache. I think the mustache gives gives off that look. I don't think he's bad looking, but he's not amazingly hot. Here's the problem with, with girls and guys. The second your true, honest, like personality comes out, your looks either get better or worse. So Schwartz, to me, was so cute. I always thought Tom Schwartz was so cute. After this last episode... I am so, like, gross, gross. He feels so sweaty to me and just, like, like bumbling and not cute. And it's his personality, right? And I think the same thing is, <laughs> okay, Kimberly's making me laugh. She says, I feel like something is wrong psychically. Is it psychically or physically? Physically, <laughs> physically. physically with Sandoval. Oh, my gosh. Physically. <laughs> yeah, what? Psychically. <laughs> We're not only the ones that, that can't spell here. Darlene likes blondes. He hasn't aged well. Okay, well, look, I will say, you know, at the end of the day, uh, they're good-looking people. I think that they're, they're good-looking, but when you see those flashbacks, it's like, whoa, Nelly. I would say it's pretty universal across the, uh, the dosers that Sandoval is not a good-looking guy. Okay, get it. Well, but message, we're angry at him, received. but the dosers are pissed. But that was my point. My point was that like nobody is going to like um, think that he's hot now because he's going through this whole big thing. But I I don't know. Like, Cut to three months ago, you would have probably said he's a good-looking guy. Have you seen him perform? Nobody's going to admit that. Have you seen him perform? I'm going to show you a video later. You're going to die. Um, okay, so... <laughs> I, Kimberly, can I share that comment? She goes... <laughs> she said, I had a gummy. It's working. Oh my God. I love it. Okay. So yeah, we should be doing this with gummies, like with Venus CBD gummies. Okay. So let's- Come on, Tamara. Tamara Jordan. Tamara Jordan. Bring them in. What about, um, what about, uh, wait, I was just going to say, I'm not talking about Satchel's looks. Don't you worry, friends. But Don't you okay worry. It's okay to talk about Sandoval's looks. See, this is the, this is the hypocritical thing. This I mentioned one thing about Satchel. And people just attack. Uh -huh. How dare you talk about looks? But we're all talking about, now when I say we all, everyone is talking about Sandoval's looks. Yeah. Why is that okay? It's a bit of a double standard. I kind of agree. I kind of agree. And I don't want to have, you know, like, I don't want to be, uh, you know, what's it called? Um, Critical? Yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to, like, bring anyone down. We're just having good conversation, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, oh, Oh, Felicia is saying that Scandaval has a very fit body. Hmm. 
And Gina says the over-drinking drugs and smoking takes a toll on the body. <laughs> but but Chris says there's plenty of a-holes that I find good-looking, sadly. Why are we always into the bad guy? One of these days, I'm going to tell you the story of how Lance and I met. Mm-hmm. Let me just tell you, he was not on my he was not on my list, if you know what I mean. Like he was not on paper what I thought I was gonna end up with. He was kind of a jerk. Mm-hmm. Jerk? You broke up with me at a bar. No, but I mean like we had already started dating at that point. Like we What do you mean we are yes, we already started dating at that point. It makes it worse. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Square peg round hole is what uh, is what I said. So you're the square peg and I'm the round hole because you know that the square peg yeah. is more boring. Obviously, you're the round hole. But you're definitely the square peg. Square peg sucks. Like if you had to choose, would you rather be the square peg or the round hole? For sure, the round hole. It's more like fun. Sure. I go into things. So does the square peg. No, the square. What? <laughs> oh, I'm the hole. <laughs> you're the hole. The hole doesn't go into anything. The square peg goes into the thing. Yeah. So you are about? the square peg. <laughs> It's okay. We're, we're getting a lot of, I want to hear the story. I'm wondering if I'm curious from you guys that are watching and listening because it's, you know, I know you all, including you say, don't take your comments. Don't read your comments. Don't have that moment, etc. Post and ghost baby. But I can't do that because I want to engage with you guys and I want to respond to your comments. And some of your comments are so kind and so sweet that I want to respond and talk. Uh-huh. Here's the problem is when I do this, Um, I see some comments out there that are pretty negative, right? There's always going to be a negative comment in between like 10 positives. And one of the comments was, you have a way too long of a lead in. Meaning Mm. I'm talking way too long personally about anything before I talk about Vanderpump. Well, I'm trying to explain that this is Daily Dose of Donna, right? This is not, because there are a lot of YouTube channels out here that are just breaking down reality shows or Bravo or Scandal or pop culture. And literally that's how they start. They're like, this is my show. And today we're talking about da, da, da. I don't want to do that show. I want to do the Donna show where we, we hear a little bit about life and about what's going on in LA. Speaking of LA, you guys, it's your podcast. Do what you want. That is my girl. Okay. Jess, Josh, happy Friday. You guys, Jeff Lewis fans, any Jeff Lewis fans here? As you know, I am a huge Jeff Lewis fan. We talked about this last week. Do you remember what his original? Flipping out. Now you got it. We drove by the other night. We were we were at a film screening, and when we were driving back, we were on Valley Vista, which is a street that kind of goes through the valley. It's a beautiful residential street. And if you watched Flipping Out back in, you know, when he was with Gage those days, it talks about um it talks about the Valley Vista house. They lived in it. They worked in it. They remodeled it. I don't know if you guys remember. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm pulling that up. Love being a new Donna Doser. You're the best. So Jeff Lewis and Gage lived in this Valley Vista house. Beautiful home. We drove by it the other day and I saw it. And I keep thinking to myself, because Jeff talks so openly on his show about the places he goes, right? We always know about the restaurants that he goes to. He goes to Larson's, which is... Um, a steakhouse down the street, kind of, kind of down the street. He goes to Islands all the time. He goes to Chili's and Encino. Oh, like, interesting. Chili's and Encino is his lunch spot. And I'm thinking like one day we got to go to Chili's and Encino. Let's go. We've actually been talking about this for a long time. To go to Chili's? Go to Chili's. We haven't done it. Do we go with the kids? Yeah, why not? Are we going to see Jeff Lewis or just going? Um, Both. Okay. Well, I would like to go to Chili's. So we'll go to Chili's. Then there's, um, 
there's he talks about islands and he talks about this new place i think steak 48 which is in beverly hills and um yes he goes to chili's the best is when he sings the happy birthday from the chili's like the chili's happy birthday whenever it's someone's birthday happy happy birthday from me something like that so um so last night tracy our good friend tracy Um, who I used to work out with, who I've known forever, was with a bunch of her girlfriends. They're like, you know, the 50 and over crowd. And they were at Steak 48, I believe. I believe. I need to ask her, actually. I should I should have texted her before this. And they saw Jeff Lewis and Stu. And they took a picture together. Saw that on Facebook. What I would do, if I saw Jeff Lewis at a restaurant, because he always says, come up to me and talk to me. You may embarrass yourself a little bit. A hundred percent, but he's already two martinis deep. True. So he probably wouldn't even remember. True. But you know what I would do if I saw him? I would find a way to be a chump. Mm. What is the best way to get in with Jeff Lewis? If you guys are watching this, listening to this, if Jeff Lewis is, um, you know, somehow tagged in this, I would like to know, how, how can I audition to be a chump? Just very curious. Okay. Any other, let's see. My husband's obsessed with islands. I just don't get it. What are we going to... Um, what are we going to, what? I like islands. No, I I, I get it. No, get it. Sheila doesn't get it. I get islands. I get it. Listen, any single type of, if you give me a fry, a burger, but more importantly, you have to have some good wine on the list. Mm-hmm. And you have to have a good beer for you, probably. Hazy IPA. Lance is a hazy IPA and I'm a Sauvignon Blanca. As long as we've got that, but like a good one, right? And they give a good pour. And it's walkable from our house. Okay, I need to go on his show. I guess having a friend of a friend, making him laugh. Have your liver checked. Have our liver checked. Or Jeff Lewis's. <laughs> we are not drunk. This is yeah. this is 1.40 p.m. Los Angeles time. Yeah. Also, we only drink two nights a week, typically. Mm-hmm. Friday and Saturday night. Only Friday and Saturday. And sometimes we'll do like a daytime Sunday situation, but it's very Asian. rare. Yeah, because we have, you know, I'm up at five in the morning. And I'm, I'm up early. I'm yeah. working out. I'm doing my thing. Um, so the last, well, I don't think I'm going to go into it. I had a couple other stories that I thought I was going to chat about, but I don't know if we're, we're even interested in it. So I think I'm going to skip past that. You want to throw me some topics? Yeah. <sighs> I'm a little bit hesitant too. Okay. Are you guys watching the show Jury Duty? This is on Amazon Prime, Freebie. It's either on Freebie or Amazon Prime. It's the same network that Hollywood Houselift, Jeff Lewis's show, is on. Are you watching Jury Duty? I am not sponsored. This is not an ad. Ish. Scripted ish. Okay. When I tell you guys, if you want a good laugh this weekend, you have to watch Jury Duty. Yes. Okay. So you also, you uh, you have seen it or you're watching it. Kimberly, Felicia, everyone's watching it. Okay. You guys... It is so, so funny. So essentially, I'll give you like a tagline of it, essentially. There's a camera crew that is seen filming a jury. And the people that are part of this jury selection process know that they're being filmed. They're being told that they're doing some sort of documentary series. And you see the whole jury selection duty and whatever. And the cameras are there and it's very obvious. What is the only one twist is the one person that the show is based on or focused on is the only person that doesn't know that everyone else is an actor. Mm. The entire 
room, everyone is an actor. The lawyers, the the judge, all the other jurors, James Marsden is in it and he plays himself. But the one guy that they're focusing on has no idea. It's like that show Average Joe. Do you remember that? I've heard of it, but I've never actually watched it. Okay. It was basically about a reality show and everybody was in on it except for this one guy. Oh, yes. And, he, <laughs> and they just did all kinds of... Wild. and wild things, and it was, yes, James Marsden, yes, is, uh, is in jury duty. Oh. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But wait, I yeah, thought you were the, talking about Average Joe. Talking. Yeah. I mean, it's basically the same premise, right? It's like everybody's in on the joke except for this one guy. Uh, and I was trying to remember his name. James but Marsden. I just said James Marsden, babe. Oh, I didn't hear that. Like two minutes ago. Do you even listen to me? Sometimes. Do you guys listen to me? <laughs> Are you just here for the uh, the jokes? Sounds like Truman Show. It really is Truman Show. So everyone knows that it's a joke, and they like what's cool about it is that there's clearly a loose script that they're following because the guy who they're focusing on it's more for his reactions. He's not like running the show, but depending on what he says or does, like everyone has to kind of go with it. So it's an element of improv and an element of script and an element of oh my god, it's so funny. I was peeing my pants laughing last night and you didn't want to watch it with me. I didn't say I didn't want to watch it with He's you. He's too busy watching Meghan Markle in suits. Uh, Get with the program. Uh, is that who that is? <laughs> That's who that is. Wow. I didn't put that together. Guys. I didn't realize who that was. Guys. <laughs> Lance has just been re-watching suits this week. And you had no idea you're watching. I'm two episodes. Megan in. Markle. I'm two episodes into this show, uh, and I saw the, the girl, and I'm like, God, she looks familiar. I wonder if she in something else. And then Megan Markle. Wow. Yeah, that's who that is. Yeah. I, I had no idea. I don't follow anything like royal family. Like, boom, I'm out. As soon Ooh, as anything royal family, I'm out. So Kimberly says my cousin's husband is married to Patrick Adams. Who's that? Oh my god, he's the lead of Suits. Oh, okay, cool. You guys, how did is I marry the, him? <laughs> is the is he the uh, is he the kid who is not really a lawyer, and then he becomes? I'm pretty sure. In, gets into the the law firm or the one that's already the lawyer. Wait, your cousin is married to Patrick, not your cousin's husband. <laughs> oh yeah, that, <laughs> Patrick's. I don't think Patrick's married to a man. Yeah, that, I guess that doesn't make sense. My cousin's husband is married to Patrick Adams. <laughs> okay, let me <laughs> fix that for you. <laughs> not spreading room rules. Uh, oh, Troy and Belisario is is. Oh, that's your cousin. Your cousin is an actress that I feel like I used to audition, Kimberly. That's crazy. Yes, Meghan Markle from the royal family, Sheila. Oh my gosh, this is so funny. What other things do you not know? You know what Lance is really good at? Lance is not, not, not knowing pop culture. 100%, but you're really good at voiceover recognition. Oh, yeah. So if we'll be watching a, like a cartoon or a commercial where there's a voiceover, he crazy. can call it out if of Meghan nowhere. Meghan Markle was doing a voiceover, I'd be like, hmm, that's Meghan Markle. He would. But I saw her in suits and I'm like, I don't know who that is. That's so weird. <laughs> you have like a better have, ear than have you a, have eye. I have, a, I have a good ear. And a horrible for, eye. For voices. Well, it's a good thing you're a camera guy. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't see anything. <laughs> you're the first blind camera man there is. Mm-hmm. 
Love is blind. That's true. Oh my gosh, you guys, this was fun. Um, all right, well, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. I feel like this was a fun episode. I enjoyed doing this. Did you? Yeah, yeah, it's a good time. Do we need to do our next episode with alcohol or not? <laughs> I'm gonna get That's judged for that comment. A hundred percent. I got judged for talking about Ilya wine on the episode where I talked about Dave Hollis. I saw that. Hey, yeah. Jeff Lewis, obsessed. Hey, Sarah. Um. Yes, I probably, okay, so Kimberly Bryan is saying, did I audition Troyan? So you guys, my last career was, before I got into, you know, working for myself, my last career was a casting director. And so I cast, and I've talked about this on the show before, but just in case you didn't, you know, listen to that episode. But my first job that I cast as a casting director was Sweet Life on Deck, which was Zach and Cody, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody on the Disney Channel. They're spinoffs. So I discovered a girl named Debbie Ryan, who still has like somewhat of fame, but she's not a household name. But then I worked on a show called Shake It Up, where we discovered Zendaya. And then a few years later, worked on Stuck in the Middle, where we brought Jenna Ortega to the Disney Channel. We brought Zoe Deutsch onto her first... Um, show ever on Sweet Life on Deck. I mean, she was a Nepo baby, Zoe Deutsch. She was Howard Deutsch's and um, Howard Deutsch is a very famous director. And then the the mom is from, uh, what's the wife on um, Back to the Future? Leah Thompson. Yeah. Leah Thompson is the mom. Um, okay, this is a good question. You have fun jobs. Thank you. JC says, which reality star do you most identify with? Me or Lance? Let's ask Lance. <laughs> what if he said Sandoval? <laughs> Who do I most identify with? Like, what does that mean? Like, they're like the closest to me in my life? Um, I don't know. Who's a reality star that's also like a cameraman and like owns their own business? I don't know. No, Who, like you could I be. To? Well, like, think about it. So is it, are we talking about like career or personality? Because the thing is, most guys on reality shows are for the most part, I would say, are like fame whores, right? Like they're trying to get famous. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's necessarily you, but you would be someone that is more like entrepreneurial. So what show has like a really super entrepreneurial type of guy? Maybe a house husband, like a real housewife husband? You know, Jeff Lewis, always been like a real entrepreneur. I'm not Jeff Lewis. You <laughs> love men. Uh, um, you're not. You're not Jeff Lewis- in always, but I can see some sides. Like Jeff Lewis is a hustler. He's always working, 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 working. That's yeah. kind of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do not have the same kind of style. As no. Like interior design. Or also just like... Um, oh, Mauricio. Man managerial style. Mauricio, I kind of can see that. You want to know why? You guys are so sweet. Um, oh, this is... You guys, these are interesting comments. First of all, I'm going to say Mauricio. Mauricio is Kyle Richards' husband, and he owns the agency, real estate here in LA, which is very big. But here's the connection. Good looking, check. Fun. Thank you. Good personality, check. Thank you. And stoner, check. Mm, yeah. Uh, it's unfortunate that I'm not as successful as, as Mauricio. Oh my God. If you were as successful as Mauricio, I would never work again. Yeah. It would be daily dose of <laughs> I would quit. I would quit. It would just be daily dose daily of daily dose of sunbathing. Daily dose of housewife. Yeah, can you can you like get into the Mauricio level in life? <sighs> trying. <laughs> Sell a house or something. Trying. Um, marry into the Hilton family. Candy Barres's husband, I do not know much about him. Todd who? 
Todd who? Um, okay, Jess G says I remind uh, that he reminds um, you. He reminds you of Jackie's husband on Jersey in a good way. So Jackie, who people say I look like. Jackie Gold, don't know exactly what her name is. Um, Schneider, maybe? Her husband, here's why she probably thinks that. He's a hard worker. He's a good dad. He's a very supportive husband. And he's not really that, like, dying to be on the show. Oh, thanks, everybody. Yeah. I would say that. Yeah. Um, I would say that I am most like um, a personality that I would connect with most on reality TV. V. Someone, okay, you guys tell me. Someone bubbly, someone fun, someone that like talks a lot, maybe a little annoying. Don't say Jennifer Aiden. Um, camera? He was, Jackie's husband was a cameraman? <laughs> Jeremy Renner. You guys, who do I, who should I be? Now, people say I look like Dorit and I look like Jackie, but I don't believe I have either of those personalities. Hmm. We'll have to come back to me. Yeah. Lots of Jeremy Renner. You want to talk you about you again? It? Do you see it? I mean, Jeremy Renner just got just like... I want a, to talk about it. You just want Can to talk, talk about, about this? Well, Jeremy Renner's shorter than you. Well... He's a local dad, by the way. His kids go to Studio City schools here. True? Yes. I thought he was like up in the snow. I thought he like lived in like Colorado or something. <laughs> because he got attacked by a snowplower. He got run over by a snowplow. Snowplower? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I thought he like lived in Colorado or something. Maybe part time, but he, yeah. his kid goes to school here in LA. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's so funny. Oh my stunt God. Stunt double. Hit me up, Jeremy. Just, no, you can't be his stunt double. You're t- much taller than him. It's less about your face. It's more about your body type. Mm. How tall is he? I would say he is probably, I mean, my guess is like 5'10". Maybe. That's what Apple boxes are for. So he has to get on the Apple box the entire thing to match his stunt so, double? Yeah, so so are you also Tom Cruise's stunt double? Yeah, exactly. Oh my God, Lance is actually, forget, he's not Jackie's husband because he does want to be a star, which is like Mauricio. Mauricio is the star of stunt, selling- Stunt doubles are in the background. Mauricio is the There's star no... of Selling Sunset. I mean, buying Beverly Hills, which is like the Selling Sunset for Beverly Hills. You should yeah. watch it. All right. I keep wanting Lance to watch those shows. I would say Kyle in a way because you're able to speak and narrate well. Oh, well, thank you. I have double of her body size these days, but I appreciate it. You guys are awesome. I really do appreciate you. This is such a sweet comment from Leslie. Donna, you are too authentic to be compared to a housewife. So I'm getting a lot of comments saying, don't ever change. No matter how much you, you know, this show grows, don't ever change. I will tell you this right now. Lance has known me through many iterations. I was a casting director. I had a lot of success doing that. Then I became a successful, you know, speaker and doing a lot of other stuff. Have I ever really changed? Like no. my, my personality has always been who always I am. Always been the same. 15 years. Always the same. Yeah. But give me those 5 million YouTube subscribers and both of us are, pff, we're out. Yeah. Bye guys. Who are you again, dosers? Just kidding. <laughs> Love you guys. This is so fun. I hear you remind me of a very laid back Ramona singer. <laughs> With my eyes. Turtle time. 54 minutes. Has this been the longest? Yeah, uh, longest daily dose ever. Gina like says a, Gina well, says Jeremy Renner is 5'8". Oh, okay. More like a daily overdose of Donna, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
a daily overdose of Donna. I hope you OD on me. You know what? If you don't OD on me, all you get is a cavity. There you go. That wasn't good. <laughs> oh my right. gosh, you guys are awesome. I really appreciate it. Yes, Josh, I love Ramona Singer too, and her new podcast is so cute. Um, I could do this forever, but like you guys aren't here for this forever, but I appreciate you. Happy Friday. Happy weekend. Shabbat Shalom. We are going to go enjoy the rest of our weekend. Please follow along on Instagram at this is Donna Bowling because I show you stories behind the scenes. I'm going to get the behind the scenes of Lance being a baseball dad Ooh, tomorrow yeah. and right. tonight. We're going to have mm-hmm. cocktails mm-hmm. and um, and then over the weekend, all kinds of fun things. We have date night tomorrow night. Let's go. No. <laughs> no, we don't do that here on the show. Um, I you, like date night. I'm a fan. Who isn't? It's so fun. Yeah. Um, you guys have a great weekend and we'll see you in Monday for May. It's going to be May. Bye, dosers. <laughs> Bye, dosers. <laughs>